1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of World Cup qualifying. Scotland are in the Faroe Islands looking to take another step towards a playoff spot. After the Israel win on Saturday, Stevie Clark's side must avoid a shock in Torshavn before heading to Moldova next month. Grant Hanley's back, Shea Adams is out and numerous players are walking a disciplinary tightrope. So who will get the nod? I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel. And Roger Hanna And we're very much looking forward to Steve Clark, Scotland have seen off Moldova, Austria and Israel in the last three games And it's only now a victory in Torshavn tonight A victory in Moldova next month And a playoff place is guaranteed for Qatar next year You put the fear into me As soon as I saw you this afternoon What did you say? Even Scotland Can't mess this up 100% 100% can't mess us up I don't know why you would say that Well I, I know that you can look at uh, the Pharaohs They've had some decent results They pushed Denmark all the way 85th minute for Denmark uh, Before they got the goal to win that game Gordon we're flying high We've come off a terrific result uh, On Saturday night Atmosphere the boys will be just looking forward to the next game This is in the bag This is comfortable The only talking points tonight is Obviously we've got an injury to Adams and uh, Hanley back from suspension. Mm-hmm. What team will he play? What would you do? Well, hold on. Let's put it out there and find out what the listeners think. Oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five. I will get your thoughts on it, of course. But you lot out there, how are you feeling? Gordon Diel has just uttered that unforgivable phrase. Even Scotland can't mess this up. Do you agree? Or is there any room? Are you scarred from years of these types of things? Is there any room for you to be a little bit worried tonight? And as Roger asks. Who should play? How do you find the balance between freshening things up, giving people game time, and making sure Scotland win this match? Let us know your master plan. 0141 951 1025 right now or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. I must admit, Gordon, I don't feel like we can go any further without acknowledging the elephant in the room. Roger Hanna. A well, big, it's a, a fair size nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> a big, big birthday at the weekend. And yeah. he thought we wouldn't notice. We weren't on on Saturday. Yeah, but we got to him. We got to him in the end. Did you have a happy birthday, belated? Yeah, thank you very a much. A big 5 0. How does yeah. it feel? Not really any different from 4 9, I have to say. Gordon DL, do you think he looks 10 years younger than you? Uh, yeah, he's looking well. Uh, he's obviously that's not, that's he's not a, how I thought you would respond. No, no, admit. no. I've got to give credit where credit's due, but he will see things um, slowly but surely going downhill. Is that fifty? And then you you get a little mm-hmm. bit older, and you wake up in the morning, you just think, "Where's it all gone?" Ah, but there are things you can do to make sure it goes back uphill, can't you? You know, yeah, so, well, so you've well, told exactly. me. Exactly. And I'm anyway, the man to help him out in that one. Oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, Roger, tell me, I don't trust him I don't trust the word he says You're the voice of reason Are you as, You're as confident as him This is all going to go to plan this evening? Yeah, I think so Good. Yeah, okay. It was a, a, a terrific finale to the game um, There were so many setbacks for Scotland During the game, the free kick at the start The really second goal The Lyndon Dykes penalty save Everything seemed to be going wrong And yet we pulled it out of the fire at the end So yeah, we can do it tonight Good birthday present for you as well it was, yes I watched the game Saturday evening It was a, a terrific finale And it, uh, yeah, it capped a very nice day It was quite the occasion on Saturday A real buzz on the phones last night People just reminiscing And sharing their experiences of Saturday And how enjoyable it was 
Of course it doesn't count for much If tonight were to go wrong But we hope not Faroe Islands against Scotland Kicking off 7.45 So until then You can get all your pre-match thoughts in How confident are you? Any fears at all? What team would you pick? Who are the guys That you think deserve a chance Can get a chance Without ripping up the team completely And risking uh, the result going the wrong way So pick up that phone right now please Let us know 0141 951 We will kick off with Stephen Who's in Canvas Lang How are you Stephen? I'm good first of all Happy birthday Gordon Hope you've been a good day Thank you um, But it's not mine's <laughs> Alright It's the other one It's Roger to... Don't worry Stephen they, Phone they... back in March Thanks anyway Stephen Listen I've still been out since Saturday <laughs> what, what, a, what a day it was honestly I think um, That's just Your lines went a wee bit quiet, Stephen. I'll just see if producer Chris can can get you back. Do you know what we heard? The, we heard the key phrase that gave it away, Roger. What a night it was on Saturday. Stephen's still been out since then. Um, that sums it up. I mean, the feel good factor. You've been through all this before, up and down, and, and more downs than yeah, ups in and, recent and, times. And listen, we, we had some downs not too long ago. You remember the performance that night in Copenhagen just last month, and there were calls in the show about Steve Clark's future and where was where was it all going wrong, and since then. We've sort of scraped a 1-0 at home to Moldova That terrific win in Austria And, and then Saturday um, It's so unscotland like To get a 94th minute winner When you really need it In front of the first Hamden full house That Steve Clark and a lot of players had ever seen It was absolutely fantastic And I think Steve Clark's right To emphasise to the players Don't waste mm-hmm. that, don't spoil it don't do anything in Torshavn tonight that undoes mm-hmm. the good work of Saturday. Right, I think we've got Stephen back. Stephen, I think we can hear you now. Take it away. I think my phone's my phone's been drinking as well with the sounds of it, but not to the back. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing with that phone. We'll try and get him back uh, <laughs> later on. We we didn't even get round to um, elaborating. Uh, go on then Gordon Wright Show your hand nice and early Because that yeah. way people can disagree And they will uh, I'm sure How do you find the balance? What does tonight look like In terms of going strong But obviously You're going to make some changes And you're in fact Going to be forced into one For a start Yeah I think I'd be forced into two I'd bring Hanley back I think he's been Magnificent for us Gordon uh, Freshens things up as well um, I would make the two changes. I know that uh, a lot of people are looking at maybe McTominay going in for McGregor. I I would keep McGregor with Gilmore. I think they're they're starting to form a terrific partnership. So me basically, I would go usual goalkeeper, Marshall in goals, back three of McTominay. Marshall, who did I say? You said Marshall. I'd rather have Craig Gordon tonight. I think Craig I don't, I don't, I don't think Marshall will be. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Craig Gordon, uh, McTominay, Hanley, and Tierney, Patterson, McGregor, Gilmore, McGinn, Robertson, and I would bring in Nisbet up front with Dykes right. and keep the same shape. Very few uh, changes for you then. So no two. You know, so no, no Christie, no Ryan Fraser, no Stuart Armstrong. No, I nothing think like that. I think the two up top. Looks better for us Because it gives McGinn That room to go And pick up the spaces And be dangerous Gordon The two wing backs Talk for themselves. I think Hanley Deserves to come in Because I think He's been terrific McTominay's a top class player The the argument will be And I'll guarantee you in the, When the phones go tonight It'll be Maybe leave McGregor out And put McTominay Into that midfield berth I just think McGregor and Gilmore are starting to form that partnership. Let's see what Ian thinks. Ian is on the line. How's it going, Ian? Hi, Gordon. 
How you doing, Gordon? Uh, how you doing, Gordon? Roger, happy birthday to you as well, Roger. Thank you very much, Ian. You're welcome, mate. Is that you? Twenty-one again, mate. Uh, I, I, I wish you a few I times wish. over. A few <laughs> times over. What are you expecting tonight, Ian? You don't bat them on the back, guys. But I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, well, uh, over the moon about Saturday, and um, I'll go along with a lot of Scotland supporters, but. We were shouting for Nathan Patterson to get taken off at half time and McTominay was having a badging. But what did uh, Stephen Clark say to them in the dressing room? Because they came out a different animal in the second half. Patterson was outstanding, so was McTominay. The whole team were outstanding. Uh, but anyway, fast forward to night. The team for the night, um, obviously Hanley's coming back in. Tierney and Henry are back. Obviously Craig Gordon... Uh, your man Parson, Andrew Robertson, uh, John McGinn, uh, Gilmer, and who's the other one? Well, Adams is out, so you've got Dykes up front, and it's just a, a guess. Do you put Kevin Nisbet next to him, or do you bring Ryan Christie in and play off him? Maybe even Ryan Fraser. But three, three, five, two. But I'm seeing the five in the middle. Obviously, McGinn. McTominay, McTominay or um, yep. McGregor, you're, you've got no, no. McGregor, McGregor's been. It's, it's looking as if McGregor's been rested, and McTominay's coming into that mm. position. But I mean, McGregor and Gilmer have had a great relationship over the, the last couple of games, and I think I think we'll get the capabilities tonight. It'll, it'll not be a pushover. No, I mean yeah. not. Because the Pharaohs are getting better and better. Yeah, all, these, all these lower teams are getting better, Gordon. Ian's right, Roger. We are perhaps it's easy to fall into the trap, and we've had some disastrous times against the Fair Islands. You know, drawing is a disaster, but their uh, international minnows do still exist, but they don't really exist in the form of the Faroe Islands. They're just that little step above yeah. San Marino, Gibraltar, Malta, the teams that we've played recently, well, Andorra. The Faroe Islands finished top of their nation's league group yeah. last year, you know, alongside similarly ranked teams. As Gordon said earlier, all conquering Denmark went there last month and it was 1-0. They scored in the 85th minute. Austria only beat them 2-0 at the weekend. Yeah, and they, you, you they, talk about them being a, being, a, being a step above. They're a step above Moldova in this group. They've taken four points off Moldova yeah. so far in this group. So and we squeaked past Moldova yeah, at home. Yeah, very much so. So we've had warnings in the current form of the Faroese. We've had warnings through history. The 1-1, the 2-2. We know what it's like going there. I just feel going there this time feels a little bit mm-hmm. different. Um, if you go there and you're not quite at it and, and they play well as they have done in the past Then you're at risk of, of slipping up I just think that there's a bit of momentum Behind this Scotland squad And we're looking at You know, you're asking everybody about you know Picking the team Whatever team goes out there tonight You would be confident They will get mm. the desired result There are a couple of areas though That are working particularly well And as Gordon said earlier That McGregor and Gilmore partnership Is great at the moment And then as Ian says There is a suggestion that Callum McGregor might be the one that gets a rest tonight Remember he's only just back fit yeah. he, he was he was missing for Celtic um, In the weeks leading up to this So is that one you would expect to see change? Um, listen, it's one that would make sense I think Steve Clark will try and find a way To get Grant Hanley back in the team He's got to, doesn't he? I mean, he, he's named in the squad And he sits in the stand the other night yeah. And then goes to the Pharaohs He's going to play, Exactly, and I think Jack Henry made the point after the game as well He, he was in the middle of the three And essentially... He's got a left back to one side of him and a central midfielder to the other side and he did say it was unusual so I th- I think you'll see Grant back in there 
Um, I would think McTominay will be in the team somewhere. So does he push on and replace Callum McGregor? Or could you see a scenario where Gilmer, McGregor, McTominay are all there and John McGinn's asked to step on and play off Dykes? Because if you look at the squad, Dykes has done really well. I think that's six or seven goals now. Mm-hmm. But, but John McGinn has scored well into double figures now. And from the position that he plays, it's a phenomenal return from him. I'm fascinated to see because you all make, you make a great case, so they all sound. Mm, that sounds but, a good team. But would, it, would anybody be surprised to see Kenny McLean come in and play? Stevie yeah. Clark tends to give him an opportunity. Yeah, he's not, a club mate of Billy Gilmore's. I, I, I wondered as well when Adams went off injured at the weekend. It was Ryan Christie came on. Does that point to Ryan Christie starting? Mm-hmm. Then Kevin Nisbet was invited to speak to the media he was yesterday. Indeed, yeah. very, very unusual. To put a player up mm. that you know is not going to play So does he come in as a straight replacement for Adams? There are so many different permutations And I think what's good, George Sorry for that What's good about this discussion is We're talking about good positive changes We've got to make one change at least tonight Obviously, Adam So I just think, like you, Gordon Hanley's there And I think he deserves to be And I know people can say Well, don't change a winning team But sometimes Hanley is probably the best defender yeah. He's very good at that and it's just a case of how he tweaks it. I just like the fact that the two up top uh, suits. I think McGinn loves to go and have that area to go and find the spaces mm-hmm. like the other night at Hamden and he gets that terrific goal. And the width of the two wing backs is there. But look, mm-hmm. we've got a strong, strong squad. Ian, thank you very much. Enjoy the game. Let's bring in Ronnie in Carluke and see what he's got on his mind. Hi, Ronnie. God, how are you doing, pal? He's all right. Good, thank you. Good, Hi, Ronnie. Good performance, good team performance, good squad performance on Saturday. I'd just like to say the second half performance of Billy Gilmer was absolutely world class. That good. The, the thing now is, the manager tweaked the team a wee bit. He's got 9 out of 10 outfield players in the positions that we play for the team. We just tweaked Kieran Tierney on Saturday and he fitted in perfectly. Now, the second half performance of Billy Gilmer on Saturday was absolutely outstanding. See, Luka Modric played for Real Madrid and everything goes through him. That's where Croatia has played him in his position. Billy Gilmer's now playing with Norwich, was playing with Chelsea. They've put him, everything goes through him. He's looking for the ball, he's got attributes coming out, his skill, his bravery, his height, his awareness. He's got all the attributes of a world-class player. I don't think Scotland can afford not to play Gilmer at any stage. Unless it's quite the quick progression isn't it A few mm. months ago it was all about Let's get Billy Gilmore even Let's get him in the squad Let's get him around the place Let's give him a chance And now I don't think Ronnie will be the only Scotland fan out there Who says I don't think we can play without this guy at the moment Yeah and I think Ronnie's probably right If you go back Remember UEFA announced the start of the year Before the Euros The squads would go up from 23 to 26 players <clears throat> Had that not happened I, I really do have doubts whether Billy Gilmer, Nathan Patterson and David Turnbull would have gone to the Euros. And then they go to the Euros, they're all omitted from the first game, um, in comes Gilmer for the second game at Wembley, and it's absolutely terrific. Uh, we miss him for the last game because of the, you know, the COVID scare, but now after Wembley, he just seems to get better and better and better, and he must be one of the first names in Steve Clark's team sheet. 100%. Um you know, unless he's injured, which he's probably not, he will start tonight. Uh, everything goes through him, and when sp- when you're away from home, it's important for you to take the ball and keep the ball. He's brilliant at it. He'll take the ball in tight positions, and he doesn't give the ball away. What about the other side, though? The the maturity, the fact that being, but by the way, he's not only 
an inexperienced international footballer He's an inexperienced footballer He hasn't played many games mm. at all Like If you look at it But as Ronnie says The second half in particular He seemed to take that game by the scruff of the neck And start dictating things all over the place Yeah because he's got so much confidence In his own ability Gordon That's why the boy will go all the way at the top He knows what he's good at He keeps it nice and simple when he has to um, He goes and he dictates the play in the middle of the park And I watched him when he started out at Chelsea And you're in amongst these superstars That are earning absolute fortunes And he wasn't frightened Of playing in that That is that that pitch He decided I want the ball I want to go on the ball I want to show you what I'm all about And he's doing that with Scotland He looks like he's he's played about 50, 60 caps for Scotland already The way he's, his maturity is brilliant And he's a massive part of Steve Clark's team. That's the right word for it, Daz. Maturity. I heard Kenny Miller on the show last night talking about when he came on and trained with Rangers at Mm -hmm. 15. Kenny Miller said, it looked as if at 15 he could have just come onto the pitch and just trained with the first team every single day. He was at that level. He was making the right decisions. He was playing the right passes. He didn't look as if he felt that, oh no, I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. You know, he felt as if he belonged. And since then, you know, he's gone to Chelsea. He's got a Champions League winner's medal. In the cupboard You know as Kenny says He's, he's got a very strong family Behind him I moved down south of him He's got a good support structure Round about him He's in a good club Set up down there He's got a good loan move To the top flight in England And all of that I think Has helped him You know get into You know settle With, with the international players Because it looks as if Both him and Nathan Patterson Despite being one at 20 And one at 19 They don't look phased They don't look as if They're, they're fearful mm. Going into the international team Or they feel out their depth They look as if they're ready not just to be involved in the squad But to be regulars in the team Ronnie are you expecting a nerve free evening Or will there be typical Scottish bumps along the way Well I'm an age where I've seen all the Hard luck stories But another point I'd like to say They're taking shots Try Adams is uh, uh, suspended Why not give this but a wee start off for Because I think he's a, he's a future as part of the future as well he's, He's good in the air, very good in the air. He'll be up against big, big centre half. So I'd never give him but we run to start with as well. Yeah, good point, Ronnie. What do you think, Roger? If you were, give us the, the two versions, it's always this. Who would you partner with Lyndon Dykes and who will Stevie Clark partner? Are, are they the same person? Um, I would partner Ryan Christie because I think he's in better form just now. Than um, Kevin Nisbet's? Yeah. Okay. I know Nisbet scored that great header, as Ronnie said, at Ibrox just before the break. Prior to that, I actually thought he did a little dip in form for three or four weeks. Ryan Christie's gone down, really played mm-hmm. well. In a sort of advanced front three at Bournemouth Loads of uh, assists down there He's helped them to the top of that championship table And he's playing well So that's what you would do? That's what I would do Will Stevie Clark agree? I'm not sure I would have said You've got up, the journalist hat on You've seen Kevin Nisbet up, up Turn until, up at the press conference yeah, haven't you? Up, up until yesterday I was quite sure Ryan Christie would play And when I saw Kevin Nisbet appearing in front of the TV cameras And the radio mm. microphones yesterday I was a bit less sure I think if you play Nisbet it's more of a like-for-like like replacement for Adams okay. as a foil for Lyndon Dykes. I think if you play Christie, he tends to drift off to the side, drift further deep, you know? OK, Ronnie, thank you. Enjoy the game tonight. It's 01419511025. We're going to take more of your calls and hear from Stevie Clark next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here We do now have a Scotland starting 11 So rather than telling us who you want to be in it Pick up the phone and tell us whether this is the right choice or not 01419511025 It's three changes 
from Saturday night As expected Grant Hanley comes back into the team Ryan Christie starts As does Ryan Fraser In a, a right wing back role So quite an attacking change that one So Craig Gordon does continue in goal uh, A back four of Jack Hendry, Grant Hanley And Kieran Tierney Scott McTominay does move into midfield To partner Billy Gilmore Callum McGregor drops out onto the bench John McGinn just in front of them As I mentioned the full backs Or the wing backs Andy Robertson and Ryan Fraser And it will be Ryan Christie Just off Lyndon Dykes up front So what do you make of that 01419511025 Third time lucky We've got Stephen on the line Hopefully we can hear him this time What do you make of that team Stephen? I'm persistent Can I just start by saying Happy birthday Roger (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Stephen (laughs) Um, There we go Um, Something lucky But no I'm happy with the team Because I thought that Nathan Patterson He was a bit shaky First half Although Credit to him He did grow into the game Second half As for the game on Saturday I thought it encapsulated With being a Scotland fan There was the ups There was the downs And I tell you something Scotland teams in the past Would have crumbled When we went to go behind Early on I think that there's a character about this team and I think it stems from being together at Euros, keeping the same nucleus of the squad and the fact that they're young and they're hungry and they've got no fear. I'm really, really excited about this squad and I'm glad that I managed to get my first vlog done because Gordon will tell you, Gordon Duncan, I sent him my reaction to the Scott McTominay goal. It was a peach. So you did, <laughs> you did. You were, you were happy, to say the least. You sent me that last night um, on social media, I remember, and um, I think you were... Acting like everyone else Stephen absolutely delighted What do you make of that? Stephen puts it very well Roger About this the feeling you get fr- from this team I remember at the start People would maybe be concerned Thinking you know, goalies aside There's no real experience in there Are there any big characters? You know we've lost the Scott Browns And the Charlie McGrews And the Robert Snodgrass And people start looking at those things As if you need that to be successful But actually we've just got a, a group of guys Mostly the same age all playing football at a good level And it seems to be clicking It does And the important thing When you read the team out That's a team that can win In the Faroe Islands That's a team that should Win in the Faroe Islands um, I think there is character In the team It starts with the goalkeeper Who's a very big character And a very good player mm-hmm. um, You come through defend, You're not telling me there's, there's no character In the likes of Kieran Tierney Or Big Jack Henry Who has gone And, and won himself a move And when he goes back to his club One of his first games Is against Manchester City At the Etihad In the Champions League So you've got to have character To play in those games Young Gilmer We've already spoken about McTominay at Manchester United McGinn There are players in there With real character And I'll give you the centre forward Who's missed A hopeless penalty Just before half time On Saturday But has got the character To get back out there And score an mm. equalising goal And put himself about To help Scotland get a winner Stephen's right Gordon there have been too many of those nights That when we missed the penalty Or when we went a goal down Or when McGinn missed the chance In the 87th minute the other night Usually that would be that would be it But you know, they, just, they just seem to find a way at the moment Yeah there's something different I think it's They've um, they've grown together in the Euros Gordon I think the fact that they're round about the same age Apart from obviously Craig Gordon And maybe one or two yeah, Gilmore uh, and Patterson at the other end the other end yeah they're all round about that same age they seem to go on very well with each other and it shows on the pitch um, Stephen was saying there they're young they're hungry there's no fear I think they play with a lot of confidence and a lot of belief in their own ability to be honest and that's why we picked on Gilmore I think it's not been big headed it's the fact that he knows his ability he knows players round about him as well uh, I think it's a very 
strong side Yes I didn't see Ryan Fraser come in I can understand it And I certainly look at McGregor for instance I see the reasoning behind it As Roger explained Just back from injury but it's a real strong team and squad. Yeah, Stephen, clearly not taking too many chances with that team. It's it's, it's um it's not got any air of experiment about it at all, does it? No, no. Listen, we can't take any chances. We're Scotland at the end of the day. Yes, we've got a good squad, but there's always a feeling with Scotland that something could go wrong somewhere. It's just I think it's in your DNA. It's Scottish. I'm just waiting for it to go wrong. But I, I don't get that feeling with this team somehow. I think that they're just going to keep grinding it out and. I'm really, really excited because I think we will get to the playoffs and nobody will want the playoffs. Worth, worth watching the referee as well. Just look at that team. Six of that starting 11 yeah. are on a booking. and could miss the trip to Moldova. Three more of the subs as well. I think of the guys who are starting, John McGinn, Andy Robertson, Billy Gilmer, Jack Henry, Ryan Christie, Lyndon Dykes. They're big players for Scotland. There's almost an inevitability that one or two of them is yeah. uh, you know going to be missing. Um Somehow I saw someone pointing out, you know, how is Kieran Tierney not on the list? He plays all the time and he's yeah. combative and all yeah. the rest of it. So fair play to him for managing to um, avoid it. But yes, the disciplinary tightrope. Um, this is the beauty of football, Gordon. That we, we are quite fickle, and tomorrow night, if hopefully not, if this wasn't to go to plan, there will be no one talking about how good the character is in this team and how we're heading in the right direction and how you've got a good feeling about it and, and all the rest of it. But you just hope that. When you go into these games with a bit of feel-good factor, mm. do you think that that matters? That can yeah. can help as a player, a hundred percent, Gorna. Uh, if you come off that part, for instance, on Saturday night and you've lost a game, you're going into this game very nervous. You're going into this game in a bit of a downer. But look at the scenes at Hamden uh, after the final whistle on Saturday night. The players, the manager, the supporters, everyone, the country, they're going over there. They're confident, they know each other's ability, they know that they're good enough, they even know if they take a setback that well, well, that word, the character, he come back and obviously they showed that in Saturday night against Israel. I just think that the confidence in the squad, and you look at the changes, and usually we would be talking and arguing, well, Steve Clark's been negative and he's going back to this and that. It's very positive and it's very good players that's coming in. That's a sign of a good squad when you can replace good players with other good players. You look at that tonight. Hanley, I think, deserves to be in there. Fraser is, can play the, the right wing back position, no problem at all. And Rogers touched on it there, the form mm. that Christie's in down south. So it's a very strong I mean, side. Roger, this is not Steve Clark. Um, dropping Nathan Patterson or not trusting Nathan Patterson or, or not trusting Stephen O'Donnell. This isn't a Steve Clark who, time after time on this phone line, has people complaining that he's not adventurous enough and he's too negative. He's playing Ryan Fraser at right wing back deliberately so that we can be attacking and we can try and yeah, go on the front foot and we can try and win the game. He's done this before, playing Ryan, Ryan out there. I like Ryan Fraser, if you remember. I think he played him off Linden Bikes for a home Nations League game against the Czechs and he scored the only goal very early in the game. He's, he's a Ryan Fraser fan. We might well have seen him. In the games last month Did he not suffer that injury in training If you remember he left the, the team hotel in a moon boot He was so badly injured So he trusts him He trusts him in that wing back role Not just in an advanced role as well Because there's a bit of defending to be done In that wing back role um, I assume Grant Hanley will go into the centre of the three Jack Henry will shuffle out one So Jack Henry will be there as the cover 
mm-hmm. you like, for Ryan Fraser. Um, I would imagine this team for this game has always been in Steve Clark's mind. Uh, Stephen, enjoy the game tonight. It was nice to hear from you. Let's hear from the Scotland manager, Stevie Clark. When the past form won't, won't count for anything, the the atmosphere and, and what we're going to face over there will be will be different to what a lot of these these players have faced before. But the the historic results don't matter. But what matters is that the Pharaohs now are improving all the time, much improved, qualified out of the section in the Nations League, c- can win games, uh, well organised, difficult. We saw that at Hamden. The four nine, the four nil scoreline at Hamden was was a scoreline that had a little bit of gloss on it for us. It wasn't a four nil game. It was a tight game for a long time, and it was only towards the end that we started to get away from them. So we go there, we expect a difficult game. Let's bring in William in Easterhouse and see what he makes of that team tonight. Hi, William. Hi, how are you doing? Not bad at all. What do you make of it then? Is that what you would have picked? Would you have done something different? Yeah, I think the team is brilliant But I think Ryan Christie should be playing further upfield Because I think Ryan Christie is one of the best players That Scotland have got attacking match And I also think Callum McGregor Even though that I'm a Rangers fan I think Callum McGregor is pivotal to the way Scotland play Yeah, I mean Ryan Christie's in there And he will go up alongside Lyndon Dykes Or close to him So I wouldn't worry about that But the the Callum McGregor point Roger, do you think this is purely down to the fact that he he has been carrying an awk, he's not played a lot of football and maybe the, the two games, we're just used to seeing Callum McGregor yeah. play every game going but that can't always be the case. I think you're absolutely spot on. If you remember when Steve Clark named the squad a couple of weeks ago there were even doubts as to whether Callum McGregor would be in the squad or not. He had missed four or five Celtic games and he only came back in to the Celtic team in that last week before the you know the Scotland yeah. gathering. I think he played the, the Leverkusen game, played the Aberdeen game uh, was then thrown in for the game at the, the weekend against Israel So maybe this is a step too far You see some of the other nations You know, England making so many changes between games I watched the Welsh last night They'd made a handful of changes from their game at the weekend uh, This just seems to be the way international managers are comfortable doing it Now you very seldom see Steve Clark in particular Name the same team two games running Because having been a club manager, a club coach for a huge part of his career He's very mindful About not sending players mm-hmm. Back to their clubs Either injured Or fatigued Not exclusive I can't imagine To Stevie Clark either Gordon I, I'm guessing here I haven't scoured All the international games From the last couple of weeks I doubt there's ever A double header Where teams Play the exact same 11 It's it just very Unlikely Yeah the days of uh, Don't change a winning team Are well and truly gone Gordon You've got a squad there Is your squad Good enough quality to replace, you know, three changes, for instance. I think Scotland are just now. If you look at the three changes, it's not weak in their side. You know, they're good players coming in there. They'll give us something different. Fraser will certainly be a threat on the right-hand side, going up and down there. He puts some quality balls in. Christie's in good form now, playing playing a lot of confidence. And Hanley, I think, has been terrific for Scotland. So, and McTominay moves in. I said earlier that if if all things were right, I think McGregor and Gilmore's partnership's really good. I totally understand what Roger's saying, and it probably has come into Steve Clark's thoughts about McGregor coming back. He's got to look after his players. But when you stick a McTominay in there who does play there for Manchester United, it's not like he's playing out of position, then I still think you keep mm. a very strong team. William, do you expect a comfortable evening for Scotland? How do you see the game panning out? 
Yeah, I think Scotland will win about four, five, six now. Very confident. I think uh, the way that the panel are talking, I think Scotland should pick the best team, no matter regarding who, what position or who personnel. They should pick the strongest team, and Callum McGregor should be in that strongest team, no matter what. Even though that I'm the biggest Rangers fan going, I think Callum McGregor gives something different for Scotland. And I think he is undroppable, and I think that he is really good. Yeah, I think I think like we said, Roger. In in theory, everyone everyone agrees, but you just don't always play the same team. It's 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 clearly because of this injury. I don't think I think the word dropped is a bit harsh. Um, Callum McGregor had a very good game the other night. Nathan Patterson grew into the game, had a very good second half. So I'm not sure it's a reflection on anything. Yeah, he's. Go to a rest I think we would say now, now listen Hopefully Scotland can be 3-0 up by half time tonight And there can be a degree More rotation Off the bench And other players Who played 90 minutes At the weekend Can get something of a rest um, It's less arduous Than it was last month When there was Three fixtures Crammed into Seven days Gordon um, And then we've got to be Mindful as well That we need the International players Fit again for next month A huge game In Moldova If we win tonight a win in Moldova guarantees us mm. that playoff And then we've got the luxury of, of welcoming the Danes Who are going to be group winners Might arrive at Hamden with a 100% record Not having conceded mm-hmm. a goal We've got the luxury of not needing anything from that fixture I've gone in early on the quiz element of tonight's show When was the last time Scotland lined up for a game With no Celtic or Rangers players in the starting eleven? Someone might just say it was six months ago That's a boring stat Mm. What are you on about But it just struck me Because obviously Circumstances have changed Craig Gordon Jack Hendry Kieran Tierney Ryan Christie Have all recently left Celtic You know so that that sways things Nathan Patterson's on the bench Callum McGregor On the bench Mm. Someone Ryan Jack Someone will have the answer for me I'm sure of it 01419511025 We'll take more calls next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here 01419511025 on the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Lots of reaction coming in to that team that Stevie Clark has picked It's three changes Nothing drastic really The standout is that Ryan Fraser plays in a right wing back role So clearly a bit of um. An attacking change for Scotland Scott McTominay moves into midfield Grant Hanley comes in Callum McGregor drops out And Ryan Christie replaces the injured Shea Adams So tell us what you think on the phones Or on Twitter Let's bring in David Who's in Cumbernauld How are you feeling ahead of tonight David? Absolutely filled with confidence guys Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a long time since we've had something to shout about With the Scotland team It's always been the story, story of nearly and I honestly do think that this Scotland team we've got is one of the best we've ever had. It's a golden generation. The team is full of talent, and there's people that are not getting into the team that would have gotten in any other time. And it's just an amazing time to be a Scotland fan. Yeah, I think, look, whether it's the one of the best we've ever had, Roger, I think clearly a lot of people would disagree with that. We've actually gone to multiple tournaments in the past and, and not just one. But certainly for a certain generation David sounds like a young man And We've now got a team that's Done something It's got to a tournament It it may do it again And if it doesn't It's certainly there It's threatening But maybe more than that The makeup of the team I think's got Something about it That people can 
can buy into You look at those individuals It's it's At the risk of sounding cliche it, It's littered with players that Kids will be out impersonating in, in the you yeah. know in the park or in the playground sort of thing. Yeah, and and listen, whether it's one of the best teams ever or not, it, it doesn't really matter. It, it's a team for the here and now. You know, I've got a twenty-year-old son who's never seen Scotland at a World Cup. He'd never seen Scotland at a major tournament prior to the Euros in the summer. So anyone of his generation is suddenly excited about the Scotland team again. I was going through social media on Sunday morning, amazing the number of fathers. With young kids Granddads with young kids Uncles with young kids Some of them going to Hamden For the first time They will now be engaged With the national team Forever Because they've seen Scott McTominay Scoring that goal I can remember going to Hamden As a young kid When Kenny Dalglish Scored that goal against Spain And you suddenly You're engaged with the national team You feel invested In the national team And that's something that We probably haven't mm-hmm. had For a generation Gordon And I said though Gordon That the way that you can Buy into these guys John McGinn has now scored 11 goals for his mm. His country he's, he's the talisman He's popping up All over the place And you can switch on Your TV on a Saturday night And see him do it At the English Premier League You can see Andy Robertson Winning Champions Leagues Goodness knows What the future holds For Billy Gilmore um, And you, you can almost Go through Them all They've all got a bit About them You know there's no one In there really Who's just Filling a jersey I think what we had to do Gordon I think we always recognised We had individually good players That played at a good level Week in week out It was getting the right blend The right team The right formation Now I think he's got the formation The three at the back The two wing backs I look at that team tonight And Steve Clark does come in For a bit of criticism um, About being negative There's goals all over that pitch Tonight for us you know, even at set plays, the Hanleys and the Henrys and Tierneys can go up there. Robertson can get the goals that he showed at, at Liverpool. Fraser can chip in with goals. You look at that midfield, four, five, and Dykes up front. I just think it's a very attacking team. But as much as it's a team, I think where we're starting to get better now is we've got a real strong squad. We've made three changes tonight, and I'm not hearing a lot of people on the phone, you know, really disagreeing with a lot of them. Um, so it shows you that we are replacing light with light just now. You happy enough with the team for tonight, David? Uh, yeah, it should be enough. Um, Lyndon Dykes, he'll he'll know about playing on plastic pitches. <laughs> a fair point. It is indeed, Roger. I wonder if that we are conditioned to dread them now. Here, you know, there's a lot of negative connotations that come with them. But I've got m- quite a clear memory of that game, and was it Toftier? Yeah. They caught in the Faroe Islands when we drew two all, and the pitch was awful. And you wonder if the artificial surface is actually is better than that. Are you better going out on a slick artificial pitch and trying to knock the ball about than going over to what you used to have to face in a mud heap. Yeah, of course you are, and it's different going to the Faroes now. You know, we're just watching on TV here some of the pre-match interviews, and it's a proper modern stadium. The surface looks to be good, Gordon. And there are no excuses now for Scotland. You know, this generation of players, they've grown up either training on synthetic surfaces, playing on synthetic surfaces, as David says about Lyndon Dykes during his Livingston time. Um, Steve Clark took Kilmarnock to third place in the Premiership on a synthetic surface. So he can't have any complaints about them. So take that out of the equation. It won't affect the players one iota tonight. Yeah, I mean, Stevie Clark spoke yesterday, Gordon. They now... Even before this, nothing to do with the Faroe Islands. They don't tend to do the old fly out the day before, train over there. They, they do that here now. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They trained on the 3G, 4G pitch at Orium and, and got their preparation in that way. 
Certainly the guys that play in Scotland There'll be no stranger to it whatsoever Kieran Tierney only left us Not that long ago You know Billy Gilmore have been brought up on it Maybe one or two Scott McTominay Might not have played many games You know if you're brought up in the Man United Academy You, you very possibly Yeah exactly These guys will have played They trained on them anyway Gordon uh, With the quality these boys have got It suits for to get the ball down It's a passing pitch You've got to get the ball down Pass it about Zip it about I think that comes uh, That'll play into our hands I think we've got players that quite like that um, You know As much as they don't play in it week in week out They've certainly played them before mm. And as Roger said I don't think we've got any excuses about pitches tonight I think if we go about our business the right way This is a this is a comfortable three points It's hard for us to ignore those memories Roger You know the, the two all The yeah. one all We are scarred by them The players won't be though Will they? Stevie Clark said they're You know history for them yeah. Most of these guys weren't born yeah. The guys that were Won't remember it is that something that the media, the fans, do we get the dread from that rather than I the th- players? Listen, I think we do because a lot of the journalists who are there, a lot of the fans who are over the Tartan Army were there when it happened. The 2-2 game under Bertie Vaught, the 1-1 game under Craig Brown. They're vivid memories for, for us. But, you know, he's, he's right enough. You know, Billy Gilmer and Nathan Patterson weren't born when Craig Brown took the team over there. I don't think there's anyone with a possible exception of Craig Gordon We'll remember the 2-2 game when Bertie Vaughan took Scotland over there. We, we fell 2-0 down to those two John Pedersen goals early in the game. So it's ancient history to these I've, guys. I think I've said this before, and I'll never reveal it because I don't want to be unfair. I once did a podcast with a current member of that Scotland team who had never heard of Colin Henry. Yeah, perfectly understandable. Never heard of Braveheart. And he's on the show tomorrow. I might not remind him of this, but, but that that's... That's the reality of it You've got young guys Brought up in a different time yeah. And maybe into different things And good at football And just not that bothered About but, but, what but went before guys, right? Some like, will be Colin Henry led Scotland To a World Cup 23 years mm-hmm. ago Now Daz When did you make your debut For Rangers? 1980? Yeah, yeah 1980 1980 yeah. So could you have told you know, told us who who was up front for Scotland in 1957. You must be joking. He can't tell us who's up front for it, Scotland it, tonight. Exactly. There they are. So it, it's not. You know, it's no slight on Colin Henry, a wonderful player for Scotland, a wonderful player. Full stop. It's no slight in him that some of the Scotland players don't remember. I think his, it's probably his, his I still think it was probably only one. No, I, I can't imagine there are many. You've heard of Colin Henry. Come on. Anyway, that was just a an anecdote to back up what Roger was. Uh, Roger was saying. Is there a do you detect a fearlessness about this group? Yeah, I think I, th- I just think they're full of confidence, Gordon. I think uh, Saturday night changed a lot of things about them. Um, you know that Hamden was still full when that final whistle went. The players knew the 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 sort of a step they had taken, just as a group together. The supporters were right behind them. The confidence. There's a spring in their step, Gordon. Tonight is a night for them. They know how close they are. It's in their own hands. You don't need to worry about other results from other places. It's a strong team. There's goals in there. Go and do it. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. How motivational was that? That was like a young Mel Gibson. Absolutely. I was ready to get the sporing on and... Go for honestly. Do you, think, do you think we've got time to? I've recorded that. Could we mm-hmm. send it over to Shawshaven <laughs> and about played to the player? Get him on Zoom or something yeah. up in the dressing room wall yeah. where the players would definitely be saying, "Who's that?" Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, so what? Well, you'll have heard of him after this beat the pundit performance. Let me tell you: oh one four one nine five one 
1025 Mark Wilson back to winning ways last night oh. Needless to say uh, If you fancy beat the pundit tonight That's the number to dial And Mark Wilson's been hanging about with you far too long the goading of the poor contestant that yeah, he yeah. beat in the show. His triumphalism. What, was he terrible, Disco- was he? Yeah, he's really. I would like to apologise to that lad in Pahar. And he, he did. He even said, Nay, luck, phone back tomorrow when Gordon DL was on. He did indeed. Anyway, 01419511025. The lines do close at 7 o'clock. So if you think you can beat the pundit, give us a call right now. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 43 minutes to go Until kick-off between the Faroe Islands And Scotland in a huge World Cup qualifier I tell you what, we've been fed well during that break Roger Hanna brought his birthday cake in I've got to say it was Is it not supposed to be the other way around? Are we not supposed to get him a cake? It's his birthday no, I think nowadays the modern day guy brings in the cake Brings his own cake Yeah, yeah, mm. to the party Not convinced, but we're glad he did Exactly, that's, exactly That's going to keep us going yeah, So good. if Gordon Deal is more hyper than usual um, Which would be quite something <laughs> between now and 8 o'clock You know what to blame Let's see if it's performance enhancing We can but dream Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, beat the pundit time The pundits got off to a winning start last night Mark Wilson with a convincing victory Do you know they were calling him the Cumbernauld Cafu on last night's show? Wilson Ridiculous, isn't it? He should have played with Cumbernauld Absolutely ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, tonight George is calling in from Lennox Town How's it going, George? No bad, how you doing guys? Good, Hi, George. Thank you, George. Good. Have you ever played before, George? Not on the phone with you, no. Ah, that's you're just one of these who plays at home and no doubt does brilliantly and you thought you would give it a go. Mm, noon again, noon again. Noon again, okay. Well, Who do you like coin. to play, George? No, I'm not asking. Roger hasn't played in ages. 20, it's mid- ridiculous. 20 years. Um, heads. <laughs> I just need to try again. There's not much else I, I was, can do. I was looking, there was a head last night. There was heads last yeah. night. Ooh. Uh, heads, it's Roger, tails, it's Gordon. <laughs> Roger, as my witness. Yep, definitely. I have no I'm... idea what's happening here. Roger's not, he's played once all season or twice anyway. You'll be happy with that, George, no doubt. We'll put you up against Gordon DL. Uh, yeah. So we'll give him some Clyde 2 to listen to, just so that he can't steal your answers, because I've got no okay. doubt that he would. Uh, you've got 30 seconds, George. Answer as many questions right as you can. If you do not know, my advice is pass quickly and we'll move on, okay? Brilliant. Right, 30 seconds starts now Who scored a double in our 4-0 home win against the Pharaohs in March? Uh, Christy In which club did Stephen Davis play for between his two permanent Rangers spells? Southampton Which Celtic manager signed Roy Keane? Um, Strachan Who was the last Motherwell player to finish a season as the league's top scorer? McFadden Who was the Scotland manager When we achieved our highest ever FIFA ranking of 13th in 2007 Craig Brown Okay let's bring Gordon DL back Gordon can you Can you hear us? Yeah Great same set of questions to you Right 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who scored a double in the 4-0 home win against the Pharaohs in March? Uh, again. Uh, which club did Stephen Davis play for In between his two permanent Rangers spells Southampton Which Celtic manager signed Roy Keane uh, uh, Strachan 
Who was the last Motherwell player to finish a season as the league's top scorer? Louis Malt. Who was the Scotland manager when we achieved our highest ever FIFA ranking of 13th in 2007? <sighs> uh, Pash, don't know. Honestly, that that annoys me. That annoys me more than it should. Pass. I don't know. Yeah, but Scotland manager at 2007, you can surely at least narrow it down to a couple that you could have just guessed. It doesn't matter, you've missed your chance. But I don't know. <laughs> He genuinely doesn't see where I'm coming from here, no, Roger, no, does he? No. Right, go for it. Right, okay. Uh, George, how did it feel to do it live in person? The pressure on a bit more? I think it'd have been harder if I was up against your other man and no Mr. Bale. I, I'd agree with that. Oh, no. <laughs> or, or has George gone in early? Because, George, see if you've gone in with that level of confidence and he beats you, he will not let you live this down. Who's, I know, I know. You should have just bite your tongue a little bit. Who scored a brace in the 4 0 home win against the Pharaohs? It was John McGinn Gordon goes 1-0 in front Stephen Davis played for Southampton You both got it Gordon Strachan signed Roy Keane You both got it So Gordon stays 1-up The last Motherwell player To finish a season As the league's top scorer Michael Higdon Michael Higdon If he gets that He can have the ball He didn't He said James McFadden You (laughs) both went with James McFadden It was as as right as Louis Moult was They were both wrong who was the Scotland manager when we achieved our highest ever FIFA ranking of 13th in 2007? George was a bit off on his time, but he, he at least said Craig Brown. You just gave me nothing. Nah, I wasn't going to go Craig <laughs> Brown. Um, it was Alex McLeish, 2007. Nah, I wasn't going to go Paris. No. No. Well, McFadden, George, is that George? Tell me that's George Finney. That's George finished. <laughs> oh, Were you George. Can't believe it, man. <laughs> Were you Jordy? Can't you believe it. Well, I tell you what, George. George might be six foot five. No, he's wee. I can tell with his voice. Wee Jordy's under a coffee table now. And George, get you. <laughs> what's your second name? Where'd you live? Don't tell him. I'm not telling you, Mister oh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, mate. It would have been a nightmare if you come up against Roger. Because you know what? It'd have been the same outcome. You'd have lost as well. <laughs> Would you no, think of that, Jordy? No, no, no. Ah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, George, George. Honestly, I w- his behaviour is unacceptable. He's a terrible loser. And he's an even worse winner. George, George, we appreciate you taking the time. Give it another go sometime. I've sent you homework to thank you. Be quiet, again, will you? Please, I'm trying to let George say goodbye. Goodbye, George. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah. Enjoy your night. Uh, yeah. Bit of ma- your... manners to let the guy say goodbye. Wouldn't go amiss. No manners whatsoever George come on here Full of confidence He's been done He's been dispatched He's been off. dazzled That's incredible I've never seen that before The first man to win Beat the pundit While eating mm-hmm. cake no. <laughs> it, must, it must have been Performance enhancing By the way That's a good start For the pundits Wilson and Dale The Thursday mm-hmm. night crew Have shown the way forward There's also something Quite sinister About the way He delivered that line You've been dazzled <laughs> As if he's used that before And I really don't want To know any more about yeah, it but, but never to somebody <laughs> Called John I think we just move on I really uh, 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 It's not It's not great Um Chucking it down in the Pharaohs by the looks of poor Luke Shanley as Guy Sports is standing there with his kegel on, absolutely drenched. I was going to say that usually plays into our hands, but seeing as the Pharaohs are at home, I think they're they're more than used to their their fair share of it. Slick surface, though, Roger. I'm, I'm clutching at straws here. It's the one thing that the Astro it, it's at its worst when it's dry, and it, it certainly won't be a problem tonight. There will be no excuses tonight. Not the fact that the Pharaohs are better than they used to be. Not the fact that it's on a Synthetic surface Not the fact that it's pouring down This is Must win And I think it'll be Will win For Scotland Well let's bring in Shug Who's in Pollock And see if he is As confident 
Would you say so Shug Feeling optimistic Yeah Definitely uh, After the performance At the weekend Then Definitely Did you, Although I was just wondering Shug About the impact of the weekend Have you Always had a bit of belief In this Scotland squad Or did the other night Can I tell you something Or, or, or give you a, a newfound belief in them No my surname is Scotland So I've always had Oh brilliant <laughs> Shugged Scotland He can't abandon his namesakes That is great no. Huey no. Scotland then isn't it? Is it? Aye No Well Huey is on a Sunday name Just on a Sunday Right okay mm-hmm. So Shugged Scotland's got a good ring to it um, When you say comfortably Shug, You're expecting a clean sheet I guess From Craig Gordon oh, Hopefully Yeah Definitely <laughs> I don't think I, I, Look I'm very confident Of a Scotland win tonight I know that In the past People say Oh well You never know What you're getting With Scotland I just think We're in such a high I'm not going to say It's got to be a 4-0 mm-hmm. Thrashing Gordon I do think We'll win the game um, I think we can keep A clean sheet tonight Of that there's no doubt And we'll score mm-hmm. A couple of goals I get that Roger I just If Denmark go over there And win 1-0 And if Austria go over there And win 2-0 and I think Iceland went there in a friendly and lost, am I right? Yeah. Or, or drew. And, and, yeah, so can can, can we well. forget at this moment in time? Can we forget any notion of of worrying too much about the score? And particularly the, the, the time that this has come in the group, right? I remember under, was it under Alex McLeish, went to Kazakhstan, disaster, went to San Marino straight after, won 2 0, but it felt like a defeat. People yeah. were saying only 2 0 in San Marino. See, given that we're within touching distance. Sure, it's all about the three points tonight Can we worry about the rest later? Well, the the team is much transformed From that double header mm-hmm. against Kazakhstan and San Marino Far, far better team When Denmark went You guys both mentioned mm-hmm. it tonight Five minutes from the end Denmark made 11 changes That was effectively mm-hmm. Denmark's second team that went there yeah. Because it was in the midst of a, a very hectic week of three games in seven days And the coach decided he wanted to, to rotate everything So we're not going there with 11 mm-hmm. changes I'm talking about the point in the group that this game comes. You know, there, there is a time maybe early on in the group where you, you're looking for a marker, you're looking for a yeah. sign. Where it, right now, we're within touching distance. Who cares how we get there tonight? Get the three points? Is that not yeah, the, the and, priority? And where it comes in the group, it comes after three consecutive victories Israel, Austria, Moldova. Confidence <clears throat> among this group of players. Has never been higher You know if this was The first game of the section Or it came after A, a painful away defeat Like Kazakhstan That you've discussed Then there could be nerves There point. could be anxiety There could be worries Scotland will go out there The chests will be puffed out They will believe That mm. They're going to win this game They will believe They're going to win in Moldova Next month They will believe They're going to the playoffs again For a major tournament Shug who are the main men tonight Who are the ones that you Start hanging your hat on As a a Scotland fan I don't have any real men I I think the whole Scotland team Are What we depend on But How many times have we went Through this progress And got to The final stage I'm mere Scared Like (laughs) The Fair Islands Are going to Just Hoodwink us I mean obviously shocks can happen Gordon mm-hmm. I, I always find it very difficult to compare teams And, and, and it makes for great discussion and debate and, but, but it is difficult I remember a few, was it Maybe last year in the show Someone said you know how Alex McLeish's 2017 would batter this team And it's, it's ve- it is very difficult What I would say is certainly in 
in the kind of in recent years, I'm struggling to remember as much obvious depth as this. Mm-hmm. Whereas we've gone through the players that are on the bench, but this is a squad that doesn't have James Forrest in it. It's a squad that doesn't have Ryan Jack in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys that we've not even mentioned tonight as having a realistic shot at playing Stuart Armstrong, who regularly plays English Premier League. Kenny McLean's in there David Turnbull's the young player of the year in Scotland So I'm struggling too much to remember a depth like this on paper I just think we're in a good place Gordon um, The outcome is in our hands Now we're not going over there and worrying about what Israel are doing and Austria are doing Because if we go and win our next two games then we're in the playoffs I just think that looking at this group of lads, I think they're all together. I think they're they're pulling the same direction. They buy into what Steve Clark and the coaching staff is putting uh, every time they turn up for training and team meetings. They just seem a confident bunch of lads with good, good ability. And they're starting to blend together as a team. And that's why I think, as much as I'm not really bothered about it's got to be a terrific performance tonight, it helps, it's great to watch your team playing very well It's about that result The next two games are result-driven business for us And I think we've got the personnel there And the ability there to go and do that Did you spot one of Daz's former Motherwell heroes in the bench for the Pharaohs? Gunnar Nielsen He has indeed Is he on the bench? Yeah. I thought he'd be playing as well Is he on the bench? On the bench. He's, usually, he's usually the first choice keeper, is he not? Yeah, I think there's a change, yeah um, Denmark play Austria tonight, Roger Um the Israel side are at home to Moldova So you'd imagine that's three points for them You'd imagine three points for, for Denmark As Gordon says That stuff's becoming a lot less interesting anyway Because if we just take care you know, It's, it's in our hands we're, we're four points ahead Maybe we don't even need to acknowledge the cushion But, but, but it is there if, if Austria get beat tonight As people would expect Then they are that, you know, Even if it doesn't go to plan for Scotland They're probably too far out of it You know, It's not it wouldn't be the end of the world Probably not worth thinking about It's the Pharaohs We should beat them And just focus on that But You know Worst comes to the worst Not all over No let's not think about that Let's Good. just think Thanks about the win that. Let's just think about the win Against Moldova Denmark for me Are A street or two ahead Of anything else in the group They got their last four Of the Euros in the summer They have won every game They have yet to concede a goal They will beat Austria tonight To seal automatic qualification That's a good thing for us Yeah And then We shall go to Moldova off the back of a win in Torshavn tonight, Gordon, and and we should get the win there, and should then be able to focus on the the playoffs next March. Lots of shoulds getting thrown around. I hope the guys are right. Uh, thank you to Shug Scotland, Jason Scotland's brother, for giving us a call tonight. It was nice to speak to you. Let's bring in Alan, who's in Canvas Lang. Uh, what do you make of that team tonight, Alan? I I think it's um, I think it's good. I think we've got it's probably as close to a. Um, best start in 11 um, as you can get um, I was calling I'd heard um, a previous caller said that Callum McGregor was undroppable um, and I, I just thought that was madness just not given his kind of form uh, last season for Celtic I think he'd made the next amount of mistakes behind only Shane Duffy so how we can say he's undroppable is beyond me um, but well, I would, would his sort of current and recent form for Scotland Not be a lot more relevant than his last season's form for Celtic though? I, do you know, I, I, listen, I'm not saying he's a bad player You know, I, I just I think that we're, we're playing our best kind of team tonight though um, I just thought, you know, to say that he's undroppable <clears throat> Would be, I just thought it was a bit silly um, I had to um, come, come on and counter that to be honest <laughs> would, would he not, if you look at though 
um, Alan, lots of people are talking about Israel the other night and how good it was. Um, Austria was like the benchmark going away and winning that. We've got the game in Serbia, the game at Wembley. Callum McGregor played in all of those. He he, he is part of our best team, is he not? I, I, I just disagree. Um, I just I just don't think so. Again, I'm not saying the guy's a bad player. I just think when you bring in the likes of McTominay and then me, Billy Gilmore coming on to the game that he's playing and then you've got McGinn just ahead of them, I just, uh, I, he just he, he would be the last um, out of those three that I'd pick. He wouldn't be the last Stevie Clark would pick, Gordon, because, the, like I said, the, the games tell you that. The, the comparisons are, you know, if you're going club form, I mean, mm. Scott McTominay plays for Man United, so I, I, I kind of you get that side of it, but I think it's, I'll, I'll repeat the point to you. Every big result we've had under Stevie Clark, Callum mm-hmm. McGregor's played in it. Yeah, and he's the only goal scorer the Euros as well for Scotland. Um, I honestly think, Gordon, we don't use the word drop because Carl McGregor's not dropped tonight. I think we've explained probably why Steve Clark's decided to go along those lines. I think that, forget Celtic, it's different when you go to Scotland International, you're playing with different players, you've got to try and form that relationship, that partnership. I think with Gilmore in the middle of the park, the two of them have been excellent. I think the reason that he's uh, he's been... Rested tonight is obviously because he's come back from injury and Steve Clark's trying to protect him and he's putting a top-class player in there anyway so it doesn't matter. But Cal McGregor's a massive part of what Scotland does. If we play the World Cup playoff final tomorrow, Roger, Cal McGregor would play, wouldn't he? Um, yeah, I think he probably would. Uh, it would be fascinating to see because Steve Clark's never really had that luxury of having absolutely everybody 100% mm-hmm. fit and informed. You know, there's always somebody not there on Saturday. It was Grant Hanley. Tonight, it's Che Adams. In the last Euros game, it was Billy Gilmer at the start of the Euros. There were other players out. So he's never really had that luxury of being able to pick from his entire squad. It'd be fascinating to see mm. what his team but would be. It's the partnership, though, isn't it? You don't have. To, it doesn't have to be as simple as is Callum McGregor better or worse than Scott McTominay. Yeah. That doesn't have to be the way it is. It's look at the partnership he struck up with Billy Gilmore. Absolutely, and interesting to see tonight how McTominay and Gilmore play together with McGregor not there because of them all. I think McGinn, who plays a step in front, McGinn's a certainty to play. Then if everybody else is fit and in form You really do have to perm two from three Yeah the other the team the other night was pretty close But I think as you say we had Grant Hanley missing at the back Alan what about the other um, can Changes if you like Ryan Fraser plays in wing back Ryan Christie's up there um, No Kevin Nisbet from the start What do you make of that side of things? I thought it was interesting um, I think um, Fraser going forward would be it's good we Nathan didn't have the best of games the first half the other night. So, yeah, I think it's, um, it's definitely a positive move. So hopefully we'll get the win. Yeah, I mean, anyone, I think we said earlier on, you're not too surprised. Or no, you would have gone Kevin Nisbet, remind me. What did you say? Yeah, I thought I would have yeah. probably went Nisbet. And I can understand Roger saying about his form, his club form. But once again, it's, it's a different football. Uh, he's come off a good goal at Ibrox. Um He'll be desperate to start to stake a claim there. I think Scotland will create chances tonight. I think he's a goal scorer. Um, but I can understand the Christie move because Christie's never really let Scotland down and he can get us a goal as well. And, and you look back to the goals we scored at Hamden against the Pharaohs, where they came from. Mm. That area of Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney, you know. I think Tierney set up three of the four. Yes, yeah, he set up the first three and Andy Robertson set up the fourth. 
and he set on the fourth with a cross from one wing back to the other when Ryan Fraser came in and scored at the back yeah. just with a header Ryan Fraser doesn't get many of them <sighs> so maybe that's been in Steve Clark's thoughts all along mm-hmm. and that area down that sort of left side not just a left wing back but the left centre back Tierney who loves to push forward that could be an area he might be targeting for joy again tonight Thank you Alan it was nice to speak to you 0141951 Ever closer to kick off and a full time teaser next as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hannes here. Gordon DL is alongside and we're about to bring in John and Mary Hill. And before we do any of that, let me give you tonight's full time teaser as always, because Roger is here. We pick out the most difficult question we can for a Tuesday night. So let me find it Where am I Where am I Right okay I'm on the wrong bit I'm, I'm doing it um, In the modern way I'm, I've usually got a paper copy uh, But not tonight Right It's your old pal actually John Smith You've not heard from him Smart Too bit, often yeah. uh, He's sent one And it's a cracker It really is Of the clubs currently In Scotland's top two divisions Ten men who've managed them Since 1980 Have been ex-goalkeepers Can you name them So of the Teams currently in Scotland's top two divisions Can you name ten men Who've managed any of those sides And who've been an ex-goalkeeper But they have to have managed them since 1980 They don't have to have played for the same team Oh no, 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 absolutely not Tommy Wright St Johnson, Kilmarnock Former goalkeeper Yeah, Ticks all the boxes for me Well done, Tommy Wright Um, Didn't have you down as getting the first one Out of you two, I must admit That's a corker Since 1980 He's the easiest one I would say <laughs> oh, that's quite I'll get in early um, oh, tell you what. A couple of these are absolutely ridiculous But the others are They are thereabouts Goalkeepers They don't do mm-hmm. um, So they only have to have managed these sides Since 1980 Alan Ruff Goalkeepers before that No not Alan Ruff Who did he manage since 1980 Oh, in know. the top two divisions The same team that Daz managed since 1980 Which Glen, one? Glenafton Athletic Yeah, so they're not in the top two divisions, are they? No Okay Right, okay Oh, you never know, wasn't it, Ruffy? Okay <laughs> Many? Ten? Struggling I thought you I'm, I'm looking at the list, right I said some are difficult I thought you'd get a couple more Oh, we will Okay Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's bring in John on the line and see how he feels ahead of kickoff tonight. John. Hi, good evening, guys. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, just a wee quick one. I hope um, Gordon's prediction's better than the the questions that's put to him. So he didn't really do too well tonight with A1. But anyway. No, I won, John. Did you not listen? <laughs> two, you did one, that's Thank right. you very much. Wasn't it, pre- it wasn't a pretty no, performance. Three, <laughs> two against Wee Jordy. We job there, that's right. No, look at us, guys. Um, don't like to be sounding doom and gloom, but I'm thinking the first half, Scotland may struggle to score with them putting 11 behind the ball. Hopefully, second half, the Ferrells get burnt out. After all, Denmark scored with five minutes to go, I think, didn't they? And beat them 1 0. Yes. No long ago. So I'm hoping, you know, it's going to be a good win. Um, but I think everybody spoke about on the show how oh, it's comfortable win Scotland 2, 3, maybe 4 um, I just think that the Ferals might just bust their backside to make it very difficult for Scotland tonight 
in hope for the second half. If that is the case, we get a wee bit of fright and we come out and punish them and get through comfortable. But I don't think it's going to be plain sailing. Um, to be quite honest, I don't know what you think about that. I think that's probably matches what Stevie Clark thinks, Roger. He made a point yesterday, and it's very rare that actually a manager says something like this. He said the four nil game at Hamden flattered us. He said now whether he's emphasising that to make sure the players take this seriously or not, then maybe. Um, but it, it it can take you a bit to get going, and then if you don't get that breakthrough. It can require a lot of patience Yeah, listen It's, it's never straightforward with Scotland I think over the course of 90 minutes though We have the players Superior to the Faroe Islands We should win the game I think we will win the game It would be lovely, lovely to be 2-0 up After a quarter of an hour I don't think that will happen The important thing is We're 1-0 or 2-0 up After 90 minutes um, I think Steve Clark used that phrase You know, it flattered us I think he used that as a ploy just to keep his players grounded It would be easy after three consecutive group wins For the players to get just a little bit carried away Oh it's only the Pharaohs we're going to you know And I think Steve Clark will be keen to keep the players grounded I actually don't think he's got many worries in that Because you know I think he's got quite a sensible Grounded mature squad of players And that's why I'm so confident about going there tonight Great line yesterday Gordon He said he's got um, a group of spies in the camp that he's had um, Just listening out for conversations Making sure the players When they're talking about it Amongst themselves Are taking it seriously And aren't getting carried away Like I think these This group of players Gordon realise that After the excitement Of Saturday night With the supporters That they can't go over there And just take it for granted Faroe Islands Will turn up You know We play in the Premier League We play with top teams in Scotland then we should be good enough. I think they will know. Um, with Roger, I don't think Steve Clark will have a worry with the attitudes of these guys. I think they just want to... They're so desperate to be successful. I think the taste of the Euros really helped that. They want to get to competitions. They want to be success. They want to give the fans something to cheer about. So I think they'll be right on the money tonight. John, the fact that we now actually have some... Potential match winners on the bench or guys that are you know are attacking players and, and can change games. Does that make you feel a bit more confident that you know if it doesn't go immediately to plan, there are still options there? No, I tried to come on the other night. Scotland have got as <clears throat> Gordon just said there, they've got lots of world class players: Robertson, Tierney, Gilmore, Patterson. The list goes on. We have got a real strong quality young side that could go on for the next maybe ten, twelve years. And we could only build on that All I'm saying is We're in a better position we've been for Decades We've got guys that are playing at the top game In the top league And all I'm basically saying here is Typical Scotland I hope I'm wrong I just hope when I'm watching it tonight We're just struggling to try and get An early goal And they've got 11 at the back Not enough panning and we're just struggling And then we come out And one, two or three Which will be brilliant But As Gordon says Or your guy says I'm hoping two or three now up mm-hmm. Within 25 minutes We'll be brilliant We could sit back And enjoy it Is that where Set pieces can be important as well We actually do carry a bit of a, a Set piece threat You look at the other night Austin McPhee's in there now He's <laughs> He's um, given us some yeah, Interesting uh, ideas uh, from set pieces uh, Our winning goal the other night comes from a very deliberate move Where a corner kick gets flicked on and someone else Yeah, I was, I was cursing Austin McPhee for lengthy spells in the first half The long throws As, as, well, as six foot three Scott McTominay's taking corner, corners yeah. 
And Lyndon Dykes and Kieran Tierney are hurling in long throws that are getting headed straight back out. And I thought, this set piece guru, guru isn't really earning his corn. And then 94 minutes, John McGinn, perfect delivery, Jack Henry, perfect flick on, and McTominay with a back post run and putting it home with whichever piece of his anatomy you care to mention. What piece was it, Gordon? Would you say chest? Chest. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just double checking. I saw um, midriff get mentioned, but that was a good word. Does <laughs> Does that um, Because sometimes That's what it takes I think John's right I, I noticed some quotes From the Faroe Islands manager He knows exactly What, what game to play here He's saying that Pressure. You know Scotland are Going for second place If they weren't to win It would be a disaster It won't be a disaster For us You know that's the type Of mentality They'll be Looking to employ For sure They will try and And frustrate us So is that where you have to use everything that, that you've got, Gordon. You know, if, if it is 11 men behind the ball, if you're struggling to break them down, if the Tierney Robertson overlap isn't quite working, can you get Gilmore to probe more mm-hmm. centrally? If that isn't working, make use of your set piece threat. So, if Dykes and Hanley and McTominay and Hendry in, in the side, we, we've got, it looks on paper like we've got different avenues to attack this game tonight. 100%. Uh, we've got good deliveries in the wide areas, we can play through the middle. Christie can drop in with McGinn into these pockets just be- behind Dykes and cause them all sorts of problems, Gordon. We've got guys that are comfortable that can come out from the back. You look at Tierney, who was brilliant against them at Hamden. You know, they'll be looking at him thinking he's going to be a massive threat here tonight. Henry is very good at it as well. Uh, we've got McTominay, who likes to hit that diagonal, which can catch him out. And the most important thing in football just now is set place. And we showed that on Saturday night we're capable of scoring goals from set plays. We also looked a bit vulnerable at the other end. Yeah, so hopefully well, that's, that's um, yeah. the return of Grant Hanley hopefully shores that up. Thank you to John. Any more on this teaser tonight? I'm, I'm going to go with one here that might be to- two. Was Jock Wallace, I got Jock Wallace a goalkeeper at Rangers. Yeah. You happy? Sounds good to me. Well right. done. I'm um, going with the wrong one, right? And I, I don't even think Oh just better. tell me Bobby Clark Yeah it was wrong Shouldn't have wasted <laughs> my time What about Campbell Money Yes Yes Air United of course Yep Okay we'll leave it there Let's speak to Gary and Shettleston What's on your mind tonight Gary oh, I just can't believe That they left uh, McGregor at the night uh, I, I don't know It's Steve Clark's thing Well I think Gary I assume you're a Celtic fan Is this not the guys discussed this earlier Is this not because he was injured Remember he only just came back I think for the The game The Aberdeen game I think before um, oh, He played the European game Didn't he Roger as well Did he play yeah, the European yeah. game Yeah so he, He's only just back Gary Do you think that's maybe part of it Well Aye well, def- Definitely Definitely I don't think uh, Again He'll be looking at it So Fairlands We should beat them We don't need them But the Fairlands Are going on a wee bit now So they have just like the Denmark game last time uh, he's, he runs the games McGregor he slows it down he fasts it up and it has to be done he's yeah. played other big games he knows how to run big games yeah I think Stevie Clark knows all this though Gary I'm pretty sure it's just about you know trying to use the, the squad wisely and if Callum McGregor's mm-hmm. not fully at it the one thing Kenny Miller was big on this last night Roger because he Loves Billy Gilmore He's, You know It's the yeah. first time He laid eyes on him And knew he was special um, But He said that on air Andy was really quite passionate About it off air as well When we were talking um, Just how important He feels Callum McGregor is To Billy Gilmore and Because he said They're very similar And he says You know If, if McGregor's going to 
Look for those people to He needs those people To bounce it off And, and get it back And he, he feels that They're the perfect combination yeah, but There's never been An international team Made up just of 11 players It's always Particularly in the last few years When games come so thick and fast It's always been about the squad um, This is the first time Really Steve Clancy had the opportunity to, to pick two from the three of those players um, As we say, Gilmore missed the end of the Euros Because of Covid McTominay He had minor surgery at the start of the season He missed the three games last month uh, McTominay was forced to play at the back at the weekend Because Grant Hanley wasn't there So this time Steve Clancy looked at his options And he's probably just thought Callum McGregor of them all Is the one who's probably most in need of a rest Can you imagine if Furore if he made Callum McGregor play 90 minutes at the weekend 90 minutes on Tuesday And suddenly he went back to Celtic with a niggle And wasn't fit to play at Fir Park on Saturday We may well see him at some point Gordon Before the end Yeah um, But I think we have definitely got players in the middle of the park There's guys that can slow it, slow it down and speed it up um, We've got players that You get McTominay going in there I'm a guy who plays with Manchester United in English Premier League uh, Week in week out I like McGregor I would play McGregor In all the big games I understand the reasoning Why he's on the bench tonight It's still a strong squad I still think we're good enough Okay thank you Gary Enjoy the game 01419511025 Team's about to come out Of the tunnel um, So we'll keep an eye on that game Obviously when it kicks off Before uh, we leave you tonight How are you getting on With this teaser Looking for 10 players uh, Sorry 10 Managers Who've managed a side that currently sit in Scotland's top two divisions And they are formerly a goalkeeper So guys like Jock Wallace, Tommy Wright and Campbell Money Did Cashinha uh, know a goalkeeper? Oh, he's pulled out of the bag I was hoping you'd forget that one Pedro Cashinha uh, We had Kenny Miller on last night Andy Haldy tomorrow Their best pal Pedro Should have got their thoughts on <laughs> on them anymore Come on Raj One of those Hearts managers back in the day Must have been a goalkeeper, was he? No <coughs> Oh, nope well, Toiling a little bit here does Okay I'll give you some thinking time We'll get them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here We are one minute away from kick-off In Torshavn Faroe Islands taking on Scotland Stevie Clarkside looking to take another huge step Towards second place in World Cup qualifying Group F and secure that playoff spot sooner rather than later We are four points above Israel as things stand They play Moldova so you have to assume they will win We hopefully and should win this evening It's all about to kick off So we'll keep you up to speed on anything that happens inside the opening 15 minutes or so before we go And then of course you can reflect on it all Good, bad or indifferent tomorrow evening In the meantime These guys are trying to come up with the answers to this teaser John Smith says Of the clubs currently in Scotland's top two divisions 10 men who've managed one of them Since 1980 Has been an ex-goalkeeper Can you name them? Guys like Tommy Wright Pedro Cachinha Campbell Money Jock Wallace Any more during the break? Well I was thinking of Jock Wallace And it goes back to The greatest man I ever met in football Frank Connor Frank Connor Well done Yeah that is correct Wraith Rovers manager of course We, we had a moment John Murphy of Livingston An American goalie I've got no idea oh, How you produced that yeah, oh, oh, Listen There have been guys Fitting the vending machine Who were in the club Longer than John Murphy that it, is just, out, it just came to me That is outstanding Truly outstanding You're a master of your craft John Murphy uh, I'm trying to think back Some of the famous goals Was Ali Maxwell Briefly a manager? He was Morton? Yes well done Ali Maxwell 
Thought you'd have got that one, Gordon. I must admit. I okay. did, I, if you ask me that on Thursday, I'll still not go. Yeah, okay, so what we're we looking at? Another one, two, three. three okay, plenty of time. We've started over there in Torshavn, um, and obviously not a lot to really <laughs> tell you about yet because there are thirty seconds in. Um, but Scotland just lining up, Gordon, as we've we've come to expect. And it's funny how conversations come and go very quickly. Remember the three-five-two used to be mm. heavily yeah. scrutinised and criticised, and. All of a sudden, Stevie Clark very quietly letting everyone know that he knew best. Yeah, I'm just looking here, and right away you can tell Tierney is really trying to get forward as quickly as he possibly can. It looks like that. It's not a three that you would imagine just lined across the back. Gone. Tierney's actually pushing mm. himself into the middle of the park. Yeah, they've che- they're, yeah, they're so attacking Scotland tonight. Uh, the width will come from Ryan Fraser on the right and Robertson But I think a big threat will come from Tierney He fancies getting forward there and causing problems We've seen it It worked definitely worked at Hamden He set up, was it three out of four? And tonight he really looks like that's the way he's going to play Get forward mm-hmm. and cause them problems You do have to find alternatives Roger Because I feel it, it still works obviously on occasion But the first few times that we had Tierney at centre back And Robertson at left wing back we seem to really catch teams unaware And the Faroe Islands game was a good example yeah. of it Teams were th- It was as if teams were going Who on earth is this centre half that's getting to the byline But teams will be aware of it now And it's not always going to be as available as it, as it was at yeah, the start but, but being aware of it and being able to stop it mm-hmm. are, are certainly two different things I do think it's an area that, that Steve Clark will attempt to exploit tonight I think he'll try and get Tierney high up the park um, And it's easier to do that when you've got Hanley and Hendry at the back um, to, to offer you cover So it was successful in the home game Here's hoping it can be successful was, again Over in Torsham First foray into the box Lyndon Dykes down the left hand uh, side of it Looked uh, for a square ball Couldn't find one Yeah they Obviously they're getting everyone behind the ball Gordon and It was just a long ball over the top Dykes makes a terrific run I think he's trying to Wait for it to come down To have a go with his yeah. left foot But obviously the surface It skidded away from him And it, it led up to nothing uh, we just had a ball down the um, down the line, and John McGinn kind of went in, put his body in front. It reminds me of the caller last night who said that John McGinn's got the best backside since Jello um, <laughs> on the show, which is not a bad way of mm. of describing it. I do not want your thoughts on that mm. at all, please. This is a family show. Um, but with three minutes gone, Scotland have their first corner. Good play again, Billy Gilmore zipping one in cross from Christie, I think. Yeah, headed head behind away. John McGinn from the same side. He delivered in the 94th minute at Hamden at the weekend Could it be deja vu? Yeah, Grant Hatt, all the big men are up there As you would expect Billy Gilmore right where he was to win that penalty It's right on top of the keeper Who does not look clever at all Punched it away But got away with it in the end um, Yeah, I thought the goalkeeper looked a bit nervous there, Gordon um, Putting a bit of pressure on them But if you're looking at that You're watching, you're thinking The next corner Put it in on top of him Keep asking him questions He didn't look confident it at all there Ended up not coming too much Roger But Ryan Christie stands one up with his right foot Scott McTominay misses it with his head And as a result I don't think Lyndon Dykes expects it to come I think it's Jack Henry uh, Yeah it's actually going behind Jack because Henry on, on the, he's expecting yeah, McTominay to can see it. the look on his yeah. face And on reflection that That's not a bad chance But no one managed to get contact on yeah. it Listen, it's a bright start Less than four minutes gone The Pharaohs haven't been in the Scottish half so far So it's just the type of start Steve Clark would have wanted He'll now want to test this goalkeeper Did your illustrious journalism career take you to any of those games in 
the fair Islands? No, you know something is. You managed one, to escape one of the places from. I managed to dodge. I consider myself very fortunate. Well, uh, I, not to have made this. Uh, I'm holding this against you, Roger, because the Faroes are in the Ooh. box and they've got a very good opportunity. Oh, that's that a they've sclaffed. That's a sitter. Scotland have got away with. Wow. One. I'll tell. I'll tell you. So that is worrying, Gordon, because. <coughs> For me, if that was Scotland, I'd be criticising one of Scotland yeah. players. That ball should be in the back of it. We're all over the place. It's just a long, long ball up the pitch. We're, we're, I don't know what happened there. We didn't communicate. And then we get caught up and... Oh, it's a free hit from 12 yards right in the penalty spot and they, they duff it completely. And they've actually got two players in it's there. a huge let-off. The, the first one, rather than having a go himself, tries to tee it up for the second player. I don't think he's expecting to be teed up. And he just has a sclaff at it. Hmm, that wasn't great uh, It certainly wasn't But it was The miscommunication In the middle of the park We had that under control But for some reason It turned into a chance For the Pharaohs Was that Jack Hendry Who went into that area Roger And didn't really Do anything when he got there I The ball kind of bounced From a goal I actually, kick I actually thought McTominay Was going to deal with it, it He might sort have of been left it for Hendry yeah. But also The next phase of play Ryan Fraser's probably further up the pitch than you would expect a Patterson or an O'Donnell to be and then they work it around the corner into the area behind Ryan Fraser Yeah, so a bit of a, a scare for Scotland but let's not be too carried away it didn't actually come to anything in the end so um, hopefully it wakens us up at the back a little bit that, that ball, that's the one downside Gordon on a night like this on the artificial yeah. pitch Tierney goes long over the top Robertson does get there initially But he's always kind of stretching And then when he tries to put the cross in It goes behind Yeah if you've got to play the longer ball It's got to be perfect Gordon We've seen it in the first uh, What minute when Played a long ball over Dykes On a grass pitch That probably sat lovely And he could have taken a chance With his left foot But as it comes down You can see him trying to adjust And it skides away from him It was the same there with Robertson But I just think that that ball's there to be used Because I think that Obviously they're going to be Really compact But I just think We've got players In the middle of the park That we can bypass it With nice passing Quite a few Scotland flags Out there Roger Looks like the Tartan army have found a way Yeah we're well, talking about 400 or so Going over for the game Not really the battalions We've seen going over um, To the Faroes or, or other venues in the past But you have to remember These these Covid times It's harder to get over there Tickets are limited um, But I hope they have a an enjoyable night A good journey home We should have sent him Can you imagine it For a week A week in the Faroe Islands With a GoPro Dazzler does the Faroes Just to see what <laughs> Just to oh, see what it, Just to see what he gets up to For a week When yeah. left to his own devices Yeah but would be award winning It would be exciting Let me tell you that um, But I've got to say This good pace to this game uh, Scotland really pressing high now Christie's unlucky there But I just it's going to settle down. I'll tell you what, we've given it away a couple of times in there, and I think McTominay's kind of been involved in in a couple of moments that have given the Pharaohs a bit of belief in allowing them to come forward. I mean, Scotland have men back on this occasion, but um, yeah, maybe even although it's only seven minutes, an indication already that it's not going to be all plain sailing. No, it's, it's very early. It's, the game will settle down. The, the players will get used to the. The passing on the pitch, Gordon The work out how the Pharaohs are playing The best way to sort of break that down But while they're doing that And we've obviously got the players that can do that We've got to make sure we're concentrating at the other end And don't give ourselves a little problem Well the touches seem a bit heavy, Roger yeah, Like that for instance We won the ball Christie there and Unusually heavy We had a, a great chance McGinn had gone outside him It looked a simple pass The touch was heavy Then gives the foul away 
Yep, yeah, unusual for line, Chris. I thought when John McGinn went outside him, he was just going to tame the ball and just put him down that inside left yep. channel. But clumsy touch, I think maybe just thinking a move ahead and it was cleaned away with the Pharaohs' defence. Okay, work to be done for Scotland and the Pharaohs, and work to be done for mm. Gordon Dale and Roger Hanna on this question. Now, Who's remember the address you need to send your questions to if you want to hear your question used on the show like this is full time at Clyde1.com. John Smith tonight wants to know can you name. 10 men who've managed one of the current teams in Scotland's top two divisions since 1980 and they were also a goalie in their playing career so guys like Tommy Wright Pedro Cachinha Frank Connor Ali Maxwell Campbell Money John Murphy of mm. Livingston and Jock Wallace Billy Lamont Oh Billy Lamont what a shout who, that is who we, who we sadly lost last Friday so condolences from yeah. everyone in the show to, to the family a great manager Dumbarton a couple of times Falkirk, Falkirk Alloa yeah. Partick Thistle East Stirlingshire and obviously before he went in, into mm. the dugout uh, not half bad between the sticks ok two more now you've half given this away. you mentioned Big Colin Henry Braveheart on the show tomorrow night uh, he is yes with Andy Halliday famous for playing for don't say Scotland Dundee Yes. Oh, Mackay Dundee and Black mm -hmm. Rovers Managed both by Don Mackay Don Mackay, well done And the last one, you'll never get it Who? He says confidently Should never write Roger Hanna off But seriously This was this was who did definitely beyond me I actually don't know who he played for I can tell you who he managed Go for right. it. Livy yeah. In that mad Livy era, I think it Was Marcio Maximo, wasn't it? No, 2008 um, So just, just before John Murphy, wouldn't it? Who was the Livy manager then? Honestly, this I recognise the Richard name, Goff, but you just forget. It was Alan Preston, it was Davy Hay. Perfect. Um, trying to think. Give us an initials, Gordon, I'll get it. <laughs> RL. Robert Law. <laughs> Roberto. Oh. Landy. Roberto Landy. Well done. Have you got there in the end? Still nil nil in the Pharaohs. Whatever happens tonight, you can reflect on it. All tomorrow with Andy Halliday and Colin Hendry. So make sure you join us at six. All the best to Scotland. Hopefully we get the job done tonight. And Callum Gallagher is up next.